Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. We are one week away from Michelle Young's season of The Bachelorette, and I can't wait to be back to our recaps so soon. But instead, for now, since there was no episode on this week, I caught up with Maddie Pruitt. You remember Madison, obviously, from Peter's season of The Bachelor that aired last year. She was the quote unquote runner up who then almost got back together with Peter at after the final rose and then they broke up again and it was dramatic and it's actually how we started this podcast um, a year and a half ago and now Maddie has a book out it is called made for this moment and it is out next Tuesday October 19th and I caught up with her to talk about the book and her inspiration behind it there are some bachelor nuggets in there the book isn't super bachelor heavy so the interview isn't you know everything I'd ever want to ask Maddie under the sun but we definitely get some Peter talk in there some Barb talk in there and she plays a game of Bachelor Secrets so without further ado here's Maddie let's talk about your book congratulations how are you feeling as the release date vastly approaches it does it's vastly approaching and honestly I've had so many different thoughts and emotions I have had moments of full-on breakdowns, like, what am I doing? How am I here? How is this already about to be here? I've had moments of just being so overwhelmed with just gratitude and feeling so humbled and honored to be able to share a message like this with the world. And, um, and then other moments of just so much excitement and just so much shock, like, wow, I've been working on this for so long and it's finally here. So I've definitely been overwhelmed with lots of different emotions and I'm just, I'm very excited and very hopeful for how this message can impact so many different people. Yeah. There's a lot of different topics and messages. I feel like in the book, is there a biggest takeaway you want from your reader or is it hard to pick? It is hard to pick because I do touch on so many different things, but I know that so many, you know, long to know their worth. They long to know their purpose and they seek courage to stand up for what they believe in. And so I'm praying that for those who read my book, they see that they were made on purpose and for a purpose, that they have so much to give. They learn to love themselves. They learn to embrace how they were made. Um, and they learn how to fight for their identity and stand firm in their faith and in their beliefs um, and know that the way we respond to pressure matters, but the way we prepare matters just as much. And I am 
am tired of seeing a generation just kind of go off of just emotions and feelings and off of what everybody else is doing. And so my hope and prayer is that I would see a generation rise up and say, I don't care what everything, like everything else is going on and what everyone else is doing. Like, this is who I am. This is what I'm called to do. And I'm going to rise and encourage in that. And so that's, that's my hope. And I would hope that everyone that, you know, reads my book knows that it's not coming from a place where I'm saying, Hey, I got it all figured out and I've got it all together. But, you know, through this book, it's the most vulnerable thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I am not a very vulnerable person, (laughs) but I am hoping through this book that people see, you know, through my failures and through the moments where I folded under pressure and didn't, you know, stay true to myself and the moments when I did, um, that God really used all those moments. And, you know, I learned a lot about myself through those moments. And so I'm really hopeful that through all of it, the good, the bad, the ugly through the book of me just sharing that, that it's encouraging and challenging to those out there. What surprised you the most about sitting down to actually write the book? Oh my gosh. I had no idea how, how hard it was going to be. I had no idea the dedication, the time, the emotional energy. Um, I didn't get a ghostwriter, so I didn't have anyone help me. It was literally just me. My mom helped me a little bit just because she's a real one and she's the best but I didn't have anyone helping me. So it was, it was truly just like me and God, me and my computer, my mom coming alongside of me every now and then. But honestly, I would say one of the hardest things for me was just be like, I was saying being vulnerable and just confronting a lot of those things that I had experienced in the past and even experienced on the show and just opening up about how it made me feel and what I learned through those moments and through that process. And that was really challenging to do. You know, you're kind of confronting emotions and feelings and things that you would you know, moved on past or whatever. And so bringing people into that and really inviting people into that is very vulnerable, but I also had to tap back into it to be able to share it in its truest form. And so it definitely was an emotional toll as well as just, you know, pulling on lighters to get it done and to write and to make sure that it was right. So it was, it was definitely a lot more than I thought it would be, but it's also so rewarding now looking at it, knowing like, you know, this was me. And this was like blood, sweat and tears that I poured into this. And I have prayed for this and prayed over this book for so long. And so I'm just, that's why now I get to just be so expectant and hopeful and excited. There are little bachelor nuggets, you know, throughout the book. Um, I'm sure people are obviously excited to hear about that too, because the show was a huge part of your journey and whatever. Um, but, you know, we, we start off with that after the final rose, right at the beginning. So why, why was that important for you to kick off the book that way? To me, I wanted to show, you know, because I start off in the book really talking about, I mean, I talk about courage, you know, and I wanted to show because for me, you know, my book is called Made for This Moment, Standing Firm in Strength, Grace and Courage. And for me, when I, you know, entered into that season of going on The Bachelor, I had those three words fully redefined for me. I had come in thinking strength was perfection and, you know, courage was fist up, ready to fight, you know, make your voice known. And grace was passivity and shy and just letting people walk all over you. And so during that, my time on the bachelor, I really had those three words fully redefined for me. And so I really wanted to show, you know, throughout the book in different ways and in different chapters, kind of what that revelation was like for me and that transformation moment of, of what those words now mean to me and what they now hold. And so for me, courage, you know, it was learning 
you know, obviously where my courage comes from and what the true source is, but also knowing because of that, when to speak up, when to not speak up, when to stand firm, when to back down, you know, and, and having the wisdom to know when to use that courage and what that courage even looks like. And sometimes the most courageous thing we can do is to remain silent. And that was what that moment was like for me. You know, I'm a fighter. I'm a challenger. It is not easy for me to remain silent. And so, you know, when you're under attack or when you're under pressure, sometimes, you know, the hardest thing to do is to just trust, okay, God, like you're going to defend my character. You're going to defend my name and my reputation. There's no point of me trying to defend myself in this moment. I just have to trust that you have brought me to this point and you're going to take care of the rest. And so that was really that after the final rose, the finale moment for me you know, what that, what that looked like, um, without going into too much detail, but yes, that first chapter, it starts off hot, right in the, <laughs> right in the heat of the moment. It does. It does. And I feel like as I was reading the whole book, you definitely were careful to be in my perspective, you were writing very much like from your point of view and not dragging anyone or trying not to, was that something you were actively doing and thinking about when you were writing about, you know, a show that was watched by a lot of people? Yeah. You know, for me, I want my whole heart of this book is to empower people and to challenge people to meet them where they're at, but to ultimately help them get to where they long to be and where they dream to be. And so this, yes, I tell my bachelor story because it's a part of my life, because it's a part of my testimony and, and who I am today and where I am today. And because it is how a lot of people do know of me and what a lot of people were curious about and asked about. And I was able to use that in a way to kind of point back to God and to kind of point back to, you know, how I was able to stand firm, how I was able to stay true to myself. And so I do use that story, but I didn't want that story to be the heartbeat of the book. I didn't want it to be a bachelor tell-all. I didn't want it to be a bachelor tea spill, you know, where I'm just spilling all like, there's no point in that. That's not really helping anyone or adding value to anyone. I do use the story. I do tell, you know, what happened and how everything made me feel. I was very real and honest about all of that. But, you know, for me, like I have no bad blood against absolutely anyone. And I can genuinely say that and mean that with all my heart. And so for me, I, I, first of all, I didn't really have anything bad to say, even in the moments where I felt, you know, that there was, I don't know, maybe like something was unjust. Like I, I didn't feel, you know, taken care of in the moment. I didn't feel very loved and valued in the moment. I still can look back at those moments now and see how God has used it and see how, you know, God has moved in those moments and how he's even moved in my heart with those moments and, and challenged and changed me. And so I'm grateful for the hard moments, the good moments and everything in between that took place on that show. So I didn't want to, yeah, I didn't want the book to be any type of, you know, bachelor tea or anything of that sort, but rather just show that, in, you know, in the moments that everyone sees and in the moments that no one sees there, you are able to rise up. You're able to stand firm in strength, grace, and courage when everyone's watching you, when no one's watching you. Um, and so I really wanted to kind of stick to that message and let that be the heartbeat of the book. I mean, you talk about pressure and social media and like a lot of different topics, like we were saying, and one of the pressure moments that um, stood out to me in the book was also, you know, talking about the fantasy suite and The Bachelor and all that stigma and stuff like that. Does it, 
what do you say to people who do, you know, say things kind of like, well, you know, the fantasy suite is part of The Bachelor. Or like, how did you navigate that and stick to yourself? Because that is a huge theme of, you know, you made this decision, whether it's about waiting to have sex until you're married or something else that you had to, you know, stick to your guns. Yeah. You know, for me, everyone's like, you know what you're getting yourself into when you go on that show. I had actually never watched The Bachelor. So I truly didn't know what I was getting myself into. And even if I did, you really don't, one, you don't know how far you're going to make it. And two, you don't know what you're going to be feeling. You don't know what you're going to be faced with. And for me, I've always viewed myself and my life as no matter what environment I'm in, no matter where I'm at, I'm never going to lower my standards. I'm never going to change myself. And I'm never just going to okay something that doesn't sit right in my heart. And that doesn't align with the vision that I have for my life. And so even though fantasy sweet week, you know, it has this label, it has this connotation, it has this reputation as this is the time where you have to explore your physical connection well, that's not something I really like believe in and value in my relationships. And I know that's different for everyone, but for me, it wasn't a week where I was saying, okay, you don't get to do this. You have to do it the way I do it. And I know that's how a lot of people took it was, you know, I gave Peter this ultimatum, but it was rather, Hey, these are my values and my beliefs and convictions. If we're going to do life together and you want to marry me, which I'm not pressuring you to do, right. that's your choice. But if you do want to be with me and you do you want to choose me you have to know this is how I view this and this is how I feel about this and so ultimately it's your choice and that's what I wanted to give him but I wanted to be fair and I wanted to be honest with telling him about that going into that week so that he had um, everything up front and he wasn't just blindsided you know at the end of me just saying like oh you did this okay bye and me not you know share with him honestly about how I felt about that week and I knew that I wasn't going to do fantasy suite um, I knew that that wasn't something that you know really stood again in line with what what I want in a relationship and what I want in ultimately in a marriage that's something I have saved for them you know my marriage and so I I do think that in looking back now I could have shared certain things a little sooner but I I am someone who is always led by peace and always just constantly I don't know, just kind of like praying through things and I don't just react and I don't just listen to like what everyone's telling me to do. I really go off of, is this right? Is this the right timing? Is this the right way? And, you know, I shared what I shared when I felt like I needed to share it. And I know a lot of people didn't agree with it and that's totally okay. I can see where people come from. I can see, you know, why people had certain opinions that they had and even why Peter felt the certain ways that he felt about it. I can see all of that. But one thing I can say is I was hundred percent myself and I don't have any regrets. I felt like I, you know, went about it in the way that I felt like I best could. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, Peter wanted me and wanted to choose me. Um, but ultimately, you know, our, our values didn't align. So it didn't work out, but yeah, I think that that was kind of my mindset in that week. And I, I didn't know what was going to happen or what was, you know, how it was going to turn out, but I knew what my standards were and I knew what I valued and what I ultimately wanted. And so if he didn't meet that, then he just wasn't the one for me. 
you, like I mentioned, you don't say anything horrible by any means about Peter or anyone, but have you talked to him at all? Does he know the book, you know, has some stuff in there or, or are you just going to, you know, hope for the best? <laughs> <laughs> we have mutual friends. And so, you know, through mutual friends, there's been conversations circulating, but we have not seen each other, you know, since then. Um, we don't like talk or anything of that sort. Um, I, like I said, I have nothing but the best to say about him. I think he's an incredible guy. And, you know, everyone, again, everyone goes off of what they see on an edit and on a TV screen. Um, but people have to remember that every single one of us are humans and things can be depicted a certain way. But we have real feelings. We have real emotions and a real life. And so I think he he's awesome. And Again, I hope that even when he reads all of this, that he feels like I, you know, care about him and have his back and I have nothing bad to say about him. And even through that entire experience, like I wish him the best and I hope that God, or I know that God has an amazing plan for him. And I hope that he sees that for himself too. Does the show feel like a really long time ago? Cause it's kind of crazy that just cause everything that happened in the last year, eight or two years really, but it only aired in 2020. Like it wasn't that long ago, but it feels, feels like a long time ago for as a viewer. <laughs> yeah, it does. It feels like forever. It literally feels like a whole lifetime ago. It's so funny. My friends will joke with me all the time and they're like, Maddie, you were on The Bachelor. And I was like, yeah, what in the world? It's so crazy. And so it definitely feels like it was forever ago. And like you said, I think a lot of that has to do with just, you know, we went straight into quarantine. I remember I stepped off the finale stage and two days later, quarantine hit. So it was like immediate. Yeah. So it is crazy thinking about all that's happened in the past, what year and a half or however long it's been. Um, and yeah, and just where we're at now, I'm coming out with a book and, you know, the world is hopefully getting a little bit more settled with everything, but it, a lot has happened in this past year and a half. That is for sure. <laughs> Um, you know, the, obviously it seems like the show was a huge learning experience and I assume you, you said you have no regrets, you wouldn't change anything, but does that mean, you know, the, the paradise dating scene just isn't for you? Would you want to go try that out or no? <laughs> you know, I had to shoot that one down. <laughs> I had to shoot that I had one a down. Feeling you were asked. I had a feeling you were asked. I, you know, it's just, it's, it's not. I don't, unless God speaks to me and is like, Hey, like, yeah, I, that is not something that I have in my mind or on my radar to do. Um, a bunch of my friends did it and, you know, had their experiences. But for me, I feel like I felt like I was, and again, this is probably not going to make sense to anyone until they read my book, but I felt like I was supposed to go on the bachelor Felt like I was called to be there, didn't know why, didn't know what it was going to look like, had no idea it was going to play out the way that it did. I'm grateful for that now, but, you know, along the journey and through the process, it was crazy. Um, but now, you know, presented with the same situation, like, hey, do you want to go do this? I just don't know that I would, again, unless I felt kind of that piece again to do so. Um, I, I would love to meet someone the organic way. <laughs> I was going to say dating post show now going to be dating post book, you know, not you, you right. get to know you pretty well. If they want to read the book, is that harder or easier to have everything out there? It's definitely harder, you know, uh, no, not knowing, you know, what people kind of know about you, not know about you, their intentions. Um, so it definitely makes it a little bit more difficult, but I mean, again, I'm someone who like knows exactly what I know exactly what I want. I know exactly what I need. And so for me, I don't really waste my time just like talking to a bunch of people or going on a bunch of dates. 
Um, I can tell pretty quickly if it's someone that I would be interested in. I can tell pretty quickly if, you know, our vision and purpose for our life would align, if our beliefs and values align. And so I'm, I'm pretty picky when it comes to finding someone. So it makes it a little bit harder and a little bit more difficult, but I know that when that right person comes, it's going to make it so much sweeter and better. And I mean, there's obviously always speculation and people talking about you now because you are on Bachelor Nation, as they say. So, you know, I saw those photos of you with Mikey from Katie's season of The Bachelorette. I wanted to know if there was anything you'd like to clear up there, Maddie. You know, I am not gonna, I'm not gonna comment on that. I will say Mikey is an amazing guy. Um, and I'm in a season right now of fully focusing on my book, fully focusing on, you know, where God has me right now. And honestly, don't think I could be in a relationship right this second, even if I wanted to, just because my life is so busy and crazy. But, um, but yeah, so I, I'm just really focusing on myself, focusing on this book and getting this message out there, trying to reach as many people as I can with this message. Um, and we'll just, we'll see what unfolds. We'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> in the book, you mentioned um, the lost luggage which was fascinating to me. Um, did they give you guys clothes and makeup or what, what did you, how did that end when you had no luggage for two days? Um, no, so we, <laughs> the funny part is, is that we, um, we were just in our same clothes for like two days. So it was funny because when Peter showed up and we were doing some filming, we all smelt so bad. <laughs> and like we did, we were not cute. I mean, you know, we got some things together and thankfully like we were able to, I mean, people went to the store and we got some, some soaps that we were taken care of for sure. But we didn't have like our clothes and like our own like makeup and things like that because our luggage got lost. So it was, it was a wild two days in the middle of the rainforest in Costa Rica. <laughs> Um, speaking of clothes, you mentioned, you know, you're a sneaker girl, you wore sneakers on the show for rose ceremonies and stuff, which I think is fun. Did the producers or anyone ever try to pressure you to wear heels or anything, or do they let you guys totally get dressed however you want? No, there's like, there's no pressure. You're totally, you get to do whatever you want to do. Um, you get to wear whatever you want to wear. I wore sneakers the very first night and I'm very glad that I made that move because it was a long night. So I'm glad that I chose the sneaker route. Um, everyone, all the girls were jealous. They were like, dang it. We should have, we should have done that. We should have made that call. I was like, yeah, I, I was smart in this moment. Any um, packing fashion or beauty regrets after, you know, it's hard to feel the pressure and then watch yourself back on television on, you know, anything you chose to wear or makeup or silly stuff like that? Honestly, I was so proud of myself. I feel like my jumpsuit game was a 10 out of 10 for the rose ceremonies. And I got labeled as like the jumpsuit girl, which I was so down for because I love a good jumpsuit moment. So I loved uh, all of my all of my cocktail and rose ceremony moments. I will say I did run out of clothes. Thankfully, we had some, you know, time to grab a couple of things along the way as we were traveling, but I did run out of clothes. <laughs> um, of course, you don't know how long you're going to be there. And so, you know, you just pack and hope that you have enough clothes while you're there. Yeah, but, sure. um, but yeah, I did run out and thankfully got some along the way. But other than that, no, I mean, I think it was, uh, I think it was a, a good a good little time packed a lot of lululemon had a lot of lounging around <laughs> and then my jumpsuits my jumpsuits are my were my favorite part i love that um in the book you also mentioned a, an unaired moment about eating a fish heart with peter um were there any other moments or things that come to mind that you wish with peter or with the girls that was shown 
Um, I'm trying to think of how I can answer this without getting in trouble. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I think that for me, I can genuinely say, because people actually ask me all the time, like, do you feel like, you know, you were aired in, in your truest way and in a fair way? And I can honestly say yes. Like, I do feel like, you know, my personality, my heart was shown. I will say there is a part of my personality that a lot of people didn't like fully get to see. And maybe I just didn't let it out enough because it's, it's so funny. Everyone, when they meet me, they think that I'm one, they, they think I'm taller than I am. So when they meet me, I always get told you're way shorter in person than I thought. And then two um, people, I know I'm like, what? And then two people always tell me, uh, they thought I would be like shy and more quiet and just like a sweet little girl from Alabama. And I am loud. I'm outgoing. I'm passionate. I'm competitive. And I feel like a lot of people didn't get to see that side of me as much which is totally fine. And, but other than that, I, I honestly feel like I, everyone got to like really see my heart and really got to see, you know, what I'm about. And, uh, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, as far as other moments, I feel like for the most part, you know, everything was, you know, there, I mean, there was a good bit. I was like off of like three episodes because I, I went on the very first one-on-one -on -one and then I wasn't on like the next couple of dates. So I was like straight chilling for a few weeks, but, um, yeah, I feel like for the most part, everything was, everything was good with that. Um, you also mentioned group dates, getting a little competitive, you know, playing football and all that. So last one, do you have any regrets about getting competitive on group dates or any group date regrets at all? No, because I'm like, again, I was nothing but myself that entire experience. Um, I mean, I try to be like that in everything that I do with my life, but I was fully me. I didn't change myself for anything or anyone. And that is something that, you know, I want to help a lot of, because I know a lot of people do feel that need and that pressure to change themselves for someone or for something to be loved, to be accepted, to fit in. And that's what I really want to encourage so many people is actually like, no, you were created the way that you are for a reason. And that's beautiful. And you should embrace that fully, no matter what environment you're in, no matter what pressures you feel. And so I can honestly say throughout that entire bachelor experience, I was a hundred percent myself when the competitive moments came out they came out you know when my very bold moments and courageous moments and me vocalizing things came out they came out in the moments where I bit my tongue and I held back you know like I was just fully myself really just being led by peace but also just staying true to who I am throughout that entire experience so I I don't have any regrets with any of that amazing well the book is out October 19th correct Yes. And October. everyone can buy it anywhere and everywhere you buy books, I would assume, right? Yes. It's available on Amazon. You can go to my website. It'll also be in, I think, pretty much all bookstores, Target. So it'll be available, like you said, pretty much anywhere you can buy a book. You can pre-order it now or wait until October 19th when it comes out. Did you do an audiobook? I did an audiobook. My voice. Fun. <laughs> a, little, a little scary. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that people also, you know, podcasts and all that stuff are very interested. So I guarantee you there'll be some audiobook purchases for sure to hear it from your voice, which I think if you read it, you can definitely hear it from your voice as well. But it was totally. very good. Totally. I'm excited. All right. Well, good luck on the rest of your press day and with the book. And thanks for taking time to talk to me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to leave us five stars and come back every Tuesday and Friday for more Bachelor breakdowns, interviews, and all things Bachelor Nation.
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.